This program is brought to you by the University of California, Davis on iTunes U. For more information, please visit us at itunes.ucdavis.edu. When Aeneas sees his father, he tells him very specifically to battle down the proud, but once you have won the battle, to forgive your enemy. It doesn't matter if the classroom is outdoors, on the quad, or indoors. Wherever her students are is where Brenda Shilgen is most comfortable and most happy. It's here where she energizes those students to learn about the great literary works. And of course for him, love is a liberating. It's again, it has a teleology. It's not folding into desire the way it is with Dido and Aeneas. Her commitment to teaching and her thirst for literature began many years ago when she was growing up in England during post-World War II. Born in London to a Russian mother and Indian father, Brenda was the first in her family to go to college. Her Jewish mother and Muslim father sent her to a French convent in England that she attended through high school. Well, um, hmm. I didn't have a happy childhood by any means. I had a privileged, a very, very privileged childhood because I had this superb education in the Catholic, the French convent, plus the you know, in incredible diversity that I was exposed to because my father was Indian and this was in the uh, post-Second World War period and there were many, many Indians in London who were going to university and so on and they were always at our house, you know, we had people at our house constantly, so I was exposed to uh, this very rich culture from the other side of the world. She came to the United States to attend the University of Wisconsin-Madison. She emigrated to the U.S. with her mother and was told that she could get a very good education there. Well, I knew I was going to be a complete, uh, I was going to go to graduate school in comparative literature when I was a freshman, it, but I did not major in comparative literature. Um, <laughs> I decided to focus on languages. What drew her to literature was the opportunity to get into the minds and hearts of great writers. In the, in the foreground of thinking about how do we, how do we really make, make one world, you know, how do we, I don't want to be utopian about it because that's not going to happen, but at least to look at how people live and what people love, what they care about, uh, as well as what they hate and despise across national boundaries. I said, great, you deserve it. She met Bob Shilgen on campus at the University of Wisconsin, and the two of them have been married for 44 years. They live in a cozy Berkeley home where they raised three children. <laughs> Her life and learning is framed by gardens. Her family garden in London was a place to escape the bombing in World War II, and her English garden in Berkeley is a place of peace and refreshment. So do you find that, that uh, uh, gardening is, is something that um, most humanities people should get involved in? Definitely. In? Why? Abs what a great question. That is a great question. Because one, it's almost free. I mean, it doesn't cost a lot of money. It gives enormous amount of joy and pleasure. It's, it's very creative. It's artwork. You create your own art, and yet you can't control it. It's kind of like teaching. You can't really control it. You, do, you put your best into it and see what happens as a consequence. 
Bob, a farm boy who grew up in the Midwest, toils in the garden alongside Brenda, but they remain in separate parts of the yard. I always joke about this. We have separate beds, okay? He's got the vegetables, I've got the flowers, and, when you were and he's not to come into my bed. Well, I see how hard she works. Uh, I see her getting up at 5.30 in the morning. Bob, who writes the popular Hey Mr. Green environmental advice column for Sierra Magazine, where he was the managing editor, says one of the things that attracted him to Brenda was her intelligence. And for Brenda? Well, he was kind of exotic, you know. I mean, he's this Wisconsin farm boy, you know. I like this international person born in London, total post-colonial reality, and then I, I kind of captured my primitive American. Because we had been there, we had been there in Wisconsin for, you know, yeah. seven generations. I'm proud of that. <laughs> Actually, it's a lie. She thought that we were landed gentry. Oh, no. Her daughter, Anna Rodas, a Ph.D. student in Spanish at UC Davis, says growing up in this Berkeley home was all about good memories. You know, when I think back to my childhood, my memories are not so much uh, about my mother's intellectual work. My memories are about my mother baking bread, my mother making cookies with me. I know her in the kitchen, I know her sewing clothes, making clothes for us. I mean, that is, those are the memories that stick out the most in my mind. As you might guess, the Shuljins were hip before hip was in. My parents are not your typical parents, you know, they're, they're uh, as we discussed, very edgy, bohemian, you know, they don't have a car, they, you know, always constantly challenge uh, paradigms, you know, one of the things, I mean, they were doing things way before anyone else was, like recycling, and everyone in the neighborhood thought we were crazy. Brenda commutes to Davis by Amtrak and rides her bike to campus. Hi Brenda, how's your train ride? Oh, it was great, the usual. It was on time, you know, which is always... A lot. Yes, yes. I want to ask you this question before I lose you today, and that is this, is that UC Davis uh, has always prided itself in teaching students. And how important is that at the undergraduate level? Well, it's critical. I mean, if you don't reach students when they're undergraduates, when will you reach them? Do you think that you actually improve as a teacher as you get older? I personally feel that I'm a better teacher today than I was uh, 30 years ago or 20. Well, first of all, you know more and you're more relaxed about your knowledge. and. You know, you're not nervous. Is there ever a question a student raises that you don't have an answer for? That's fine. And that happens? It happens, and that's fine. That's a good question. More than 100 students from throughout the UC system have traveled abroad during the summer with Brenda, where they continue to be romanced by her engaging personality and enthusiasm. There's so much that makes her a wonderful teacher. Um, studying abroad with her was an amazing experience. She's so passionate about the subject and it comes across very clearly. She knows a great deal about Dante and the history of Florence. Suddenly you come to the Reformation 
and it's Deuteronomy and Leviticus all over the place. This spring, UC Davis students jam the classroom to learn about the narratives, poetry, and writings of the Hebrew Bible. And the professor they came to hear is one of the best on the subject. And it emerged specifically in terms of reading the, how to read the Bible. How do you approach reading the Bible? Brenda says the Bible has played an important role in her teaching and scholarly work. Even as a medievalist, I mean, I knew the stories. We did know the stories. We did get to know the stories. But it was because of the crisis in interpretation that was going on in literary studies in the 70s that I decided to go and do another degree. I went to, to do a degree in religious studies and focusing on the history of biblical interpretation because I thought, well, what, here's something normative. That is a, a text that's been read over lots and lots, you know, thousands of years. And how does that help you deal with this crisis of interpretation? As she answered student questions in this UC Davis classroom about biblical canonicity and Koine Greek, in walk the UC Davis Chancellor. And I'm absolutely delighted to be here because Professor Shilgen has won the UC Davis Prize for Undergraduate Teaching and Scholarly Achievement. This is a big, you should all applaud now. <laughs> the Chancellor lauded her outstanding abilities in the classroom. Brenda has received perfect scores from her students on course evaluations. I think everybody gets cake. Her specialty is the literature of the European Middle Ages. UC Davis has 42 students majoring in comparative literature. Should there be more? Absolutely, absolutely, but not necessarily in order to think about going on to graduate school in comparative literature. But as pre-professional preparation, I think it's absolutely splendid education, splendid. Because especially, we have a lot of students in Complet who are double majors, so they have the foreign language, They've done some pretty intense literary work and plus another major. This is often the case. This is wonderful preparation for law or medicine or, or any one of the fields that you know, students sort of want to prepare themselves for these days. UC Davis firefighter Dave Anderson is an example of a science major who wound up taking a literature course from Brenda so he could qualify for the summer abroad course in Florence, Italy. He plans on entering the medical profession. You know, I think the fact that she took someone like me who is really science-based, like I'm a chemistry major, and you know, taught me to appreciate something, you know, from the humanities, like literature, makes you know makes her a good teacher. That she's able to provide insight and in history to make me appreciate the details in the literature. The students love Brenda. Uh, they characterize her passion, her commitment, her dedication to the field. Uh, they know that she's passionate about them as well, and she cares so much about they, them learning the subject. Would you like to have more professors like Brenda Shilgen on, on your staff? I would love to have a thousand Brenda Shilgens on the staff. Brenda's an amazing uh, professor, and I wish I could clone her. From the first time she read Dante's Divine Comedy as a freshman in Madison, Wisconsin, this is the one. To her classes today on the Davis campus, Brenda Shilgen's intellectual curiosity has evolved into a brilliant and rare scholarship. L'amor che muove il sole e l'altre stelle. And hundreds of students 
are better for it. Brenda, your passion, your breadth of knowledge, and your kindness is inspirational. I think that you are the best professor I've ever had, and I thank you so much. I think that uh, there's no one more worthy of the honor than you. Um, I'm just so excited to have had the opportunity to take uh, two of your classes, and uh, I want to congratulate you and thank you for uh, the opportunity. Uh, Professor Sheldon, you definitely deserve this award. Uh, on, behalf, on behalf of all the students that you've instructed and taught over the years, thank you, um, especially for taking someone who's a you know, science-minded guy like me and teaching me to appreciate literature, so thank you very much. Brenda, you're awesome in everything that you do, the teaching, the research, uh, your commitment to UC Davis in every phase, mentoring, being a colleague, being a chair. Go girl. So Brenda, you deserve congratulations from us all. The preceding program was brought to you by UC Davis on iTunes U. Please visit us at itunes.ucdavis.edu.